0: even start what do you talk about what do we do this is a this is a podcast right
1: yeah
0: what is that it's a what radio
1: is... show grandpa
0: so that's the opening and this is the show welcome to my america <laughs> podcast uh my name's Dan Moyle and I am a, a white male uh cisgender heterosexual i'm a dude and, and i tend to be a little bit center of rights but I'm also exploring the center of the left. And so this show is about my America and joining me.
1: Uh, I'm Kim. This show is actually about my America. America. Uh, My name is uh, Kim Moffitt. I am a white, cisgender, female, uh, heterosexual. And I am far to the left, Um, not all the way to the left. I think uh, extremism on both sides can be dangerous um, i you know as, as far to the left as you can get without it being concerning i guess is that it that feels well like a i'm a little concerned i'm a
0: little concerned but that's okay <laughs> it's fine for other um, reasons though yes
1: yes yeah not about that <laughs> just other things um and uh this is our podcast to so talk about uh how we view our version of this country and uh what we can do To make it
0: better. And this is our pilot.
1: This is our pilot. So take it easy on us.
0: So those listening, um, I'm going to try and direct the ship a little bit just because I want to. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kim and I are are cousins. We are more like siblings. Uh, Very close. Mm -hmm. We are friendly also. We have a lot of fun. We're on opposite sides of the country and opposite sides of the political spectrum quite often
1: very often i try very hard to just yank you on over
0: yeah and you do a good job of that because we're not as far apart as what we used to be <laughs> yeah
1: we we agree on and can talk about things yeah i mean we can always talk about things but now the conversations are a little bit different if you as you've i don't think i've pulled you i think that you've come over uh on your own and and you've been pushed yeah. as well but yeah. we we can have different conversations which is cool
0: and, and that's what I was so excited about when, when we started talking about this idea, my thought was, gosh, I I've been thinking about talking about my journey for a while now. And I don't, I don't believe that my answers are right. I believe they're right for me. And I believe that I'm on a path of, of education and enlightenment and whatever. I, I don't think I know more than anybody else. I'm not smarter than anybody.
1: I can. I'm, that's a hard degree for me <laughs> for uh, looking at you.
0: I am always <laughs> learning. Um, <laughs> and I don't like to walk into a room thinking I'm the smartest person there. So with that said, I do want to share though, because I believe that my journey is pretty interesting, at least maybe a little bit. And so I I'll talk so. about, I'll talk about my journey here in a minute, in a minute, but I, I want to shut up for and get and let, and give you the mic. Um, You came to me with that, with a, with a, a problem this week and an idea, and I shot it down as I often do,
1: mm-hmm. but Classic. we came up with
0: it. But we came up with this idea. So, why don't you start then um, for the listeners, Kim? Let's go into a little bit about who you are and why we're here.
1: Sure. So, I, uh, Dan, I don't know if you know, but there was uh, an attack on our U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. And uh, there was an insurrection. Okay, hold on. Uh, we were attacked. Hold on.
0: Hold on. The insurrection thing is we shouldn't be laughing, but with Ruthie walking across the screen, like I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it.
1: I know. I'm trying to be serious. Okay, folks. Just, look at her behind me. If this, if this, face-
0: I love it. I love it. I, I don't know that we had to take it out. I'm you know, um, but like, these are the, these are the, the outtakes of like, you can still have fun. The, the world's burning around us a little bit
1: oh everything is terrible but like also she just walked on my chair She's like, and uh. what she's the the best part or like i guess the hat on the hat of just everything is terrible and also it's funny is that what she's trying to do is is claw at one of those letter boards and what she's done is the letter board says are you registered to vote and she's taken the r's out
0: Oh, my God. Uh, and now she's just like, hi, I'm a parrot. Oh, I yeah. love her. Oh, I oh
1: love my her. God. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So as a cat plays behind me, yes, I was mad. There was an attack. I was mad and sad, both equal. And this is why I prefer to go through my life as a robot, feeling no emotions, only vaguely becoming sentient because I was mad and sad and I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, we, we were attacked on our United States Capitol from within hmm. an insurrection led by the president. And that, who said I'll walk with you. We're going together. We're going down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. We're going together, follow me. He was never gonna go, of course. ever. Of course he didn't go. People went into the Capitol. Some people went, got into the Capitol and then went, oh, wait, this is bad. And then left because mob mentality. Yeah. But people got there. They're waving Nazi flags. They have Nazi and white supremacist tattoo. They went into our Capitol with the Confederate flag purporting to be patriots. Yeah. And now they say we should move past it.
0: And not call it an insurrection. And <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you hit me up. And you said, Hey, can we, can we talk? So we hopped on zoom yeah. as we, as we are prone to do uh, in this day and, and age. Yeah. Um. Actually you and I've been doing it for a long time, but anyway. Uh, so we hopped on zoom and you were like, okay, we have to do something. We got to do something. I want to start a website and I want to track down every single Congress person and every Senator who, who tweeted about we did it and, and we're gonna shine a light on this because they they need to be held accountable and I was like yes they do but are you gonna really do all that because I can't. <laughs> right? like you are a, you are a creative soul who constantly creates and and, and and you you also work um maybe not as much right now in the moment but like you like you work
1: in in you, theory
0: <laughs> you you can't do that uh, how much work is this you you run a nonprofit, an NGO called we're the people like you can't do this can you be a a solo voice instead of joining a choir yeah
1: that's exactly yeah. what you said
0: yeah you're like okay no you said, I said do don't
1: that. try that's what you said to me don't even mm-hmm. try that's not what you said mm-hmm. but no you 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 were right <laughs> like um we, I, I can't uh, launch a website that names every single person and pulls every single tweet that they, that they said about this uh, in hopes of helping them not be reelected. That was the purpose of it, to, to say this congress member said this, did this, this is their reaction, let's get them out of office, here's when they're up for re-election. That's too much, I think that's a really good idea and someone should definitely do it and I'll pay you Five dollars a month—that's all I can donate. But I'll donate um, too. I'll donate I mean, too. That's ten bucks a month. There you so go. you got ten dollars. Um, but I, I can't do it alone. Right. But that doesn't mean that you can't do something because you can't do everything doesn't mean that you can't do something.
0: Mm, I like that. And, and our something and our something that we were talking about was like okay. Our our question was how did we get here and why are we broken. And those two questions were show titles, (laughs) ideas, first of all. Yeah. But then hopefully this conversation develops beyond just that, those questions and talks about our country. Hence the title, My America. Because at the end of the, like, at the end of the day, I hate that term too. The bottom line though here is, Kim, I I know you quite well. And I know how much you deeply love our country. I have never, ever questioned that. As much as we had disagreed in the Passover stuff. And, and I think disagreement's great, and passionate disagreement yeah. can be great. But I I respect you. I show you respect, even if we get fired up. I, re, I I believe I try anyways to show you respect, and I know how much you love your country. Your grandpa was a, a veteran, a, a Marine Corps veteran, and served across three different wars that our country was pulled into or went into or whatever. Like he served and he loved his country. And I know he instilled that new, your grandma loves this country. Your mom loves this country. Like you are a Patriot. And, and I know that I do too. Yeah. And so yeah. what, like our country where we are, how did we get here? And so that was our, like, that was my, my, one of my thoughts was why don't we talk about that? And what do we do with that? And then you ran with that and said, why don't we do a podcast? And I was like, ah, oh, another podcast. <laughs>
1: Well, what, yes. what I have wanted for so long is for you to share this journey that you've been on because uh, you're right. I, I don't think that your journey is unique. Um, I, you and I don't know everything. That's like so important to mention because right. we're learning, we're learning right now. We're learning because we're both on, I I think different, but I think we're both on journeys and because we're living in historic and unprecedented times. So we're both learning in in two different ways. The journey that you're on is not unique, but is very important. And it's been really impressive for me to watch you be on this journey. And I think that you talking about it, us having these conversations is important in that maybe somebody will see something in them, in you know, in hearing these conversations, and maybe want to learn a little bit more. And um, yeah, like I do love this country so much. And honestly, Wednesday really. So my grandpa passed away uh, a year ago in October. My grandma passed away when I was fifteen, so it's been a while. Uh, Wednesday was the first time ever that I was very glad that they were not here to see what this country was doing. Because yeah. I think it just would have been so confusing to them and broken their heart. And it was disgusting. Like it was just disgusting to watch. Um, but I think that that is the thing about like when you love something, when you love a person, when you love a country, when you love an idea, it's going to break your heart sometimes.
0: So when, when you talk about my journey, like I, I I don't want this to be all about me by any means. And so I don't want it to be all about you either. I want
1: a lot of it. I I would say 70, 30 to me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um
1: leaving in 20% for a guest.
0: I mean, there you go. That's, that's Michael Scott edition. So (laughs) where, like, like, what is it about my journey that intrigues you that you think ought to be shared right now. And then maybe I'll share a little bit about me personally too. But what, like, what was that for you then?
1: I think you have always been uh, somebody who really wants to learn about the world Mm -hmm. and really wants to see the world. You are an exceptional writer and really always have been. Um, And I think that that's always been inside of you. And so you being the very smart, now these are the only compliments probably I'll ever give you. So I'm glad uh, you're recording if you want to rewind it. I'm going to have to
0: share it with everyone. Kim said something nice. That's a family (laughs) joke, y'all. Anyway.
1: I'm nice. uh, Being the smart person that you are to a, and very emotionally open person Uh, to have gone your whole life with the thoughts and beliefs that you have that were because you are smart and because you are also emotionally open, uh, were the thoughts of somebody who maybe not to yourself were, were sheltered thoughts. These were thoughts that you had that really given them time to then look at the world and say, I think I haven't seen all of it as far as perspectives and, and people and everything goes and be willing to open yourself up even further to see perspectives that you are not often, I mean, you know, you, you live in Michigan, that's just demographically where you live. You, you're not bumping into different perspectives and different ways of life every time you open the door. Right. Uh, I, I live in Los Angeles. I grew up in California. I grew up in San Diego. I live in Los Angeles. I have for 11 years. These are two very different ways of life. Um, So I think for you being willing to open yourself up and say, I I need to learn these different perspectives and and learn what other people who haven't lived exactly like me are doing and thinking and feeling is really important, doesn't happen that often. And that's something that you've done and you've put yourself, I I think you probably, I don't know, it's hard for me to say really when this started. But I, because I think you've always been willing to, to have conversations and hear the other side, um, but to really take it in in the way that you have has been really impressive to see and really important.
0: Thank you. You know, I...
1: Because you were so wrong before.
0: <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, no, oh, that's not true. There it's it is.
1: Different, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean that's the thing like i don't i don't believe what i used to believe is necessarily all completely wrong i don't know that it, it's all completely right like it's just it 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 was what i believed and it was how you know i was raised and it was where i was um geographically you know uh in, in a faith side of things in my in my race and my gender all these different things you know like yeah and and that's and that's there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing evil about that there's nothing like it's just it's how i grew up yeah and I still. And I, and I believe like politically, I believe I've always been right of center. Like, I don't believe that I'm right. Right. I don't believe that I'm far right. I am definitely not alt-right. But I've always kind of considered myself right of center, but, but pretty independent over the years, I have voted different parties. I voted for Senator Barack Obama to become president Obama. I voted then four years later for uh, Senator Mitt Romney become and, and he lost and that's fine. So I've I went either way, right? I've um I voted for uh one of the bushes. Like when it came time this last four years ago, um I, I was me personally I wasn't comfortable voting for another Clinton. I didn't want more of that um dynasty legacy, whatever moving forward. So I did not vote for Hillary Clinton. But instead I voted third party. I wasn't voting for a failed business guy with a terrible TV show. Like that just didn't make sense to me. I did not see this all coming from that. Like fully admit the people who four years ago were ups, were that upset, were crying, were, you know, and and I was. The day after election day, I was at a conference in Boston with a lot of young and liberal folks and they were losing their minds. And I thought you all are ridiculous. Now I would never say somebody's face. I didn't really believe that, but that was my reaction was like, what? It was so confusing to me. Now, four years later, I am absolutely there. It did not take me four years, by the way. I was there a while ago, but anyway, <laughs> but you know, like that's been me. I've been pretty centrist. I think at this point I am left of center now. Um, and it's just different and it's all different reasons. And, and I want to say this too real quick for the duration of our podcast, I'm going to say this once. So hopefully somebody listens to the pilot if they come back. I am so grateful for my upbringing. My parents are wonderful people. I, I love um, your
1: parents. Like, <laughs>
0: they're great. They're great humans. We don't agree yeah. on politics right now. On everything. We don't disagree on everything either. I mean, just like they are not supporters of our outgoing president at the moment, but we do differ on a lot of things and that's fine. Um, they are great people. I did not like abandoned my, abandon my upbringing cause they're terrible, whatever. Like they're not. Um, <laughs> So, you know, as we talk about how I grew up or whatever, like I don't, that, this is never a disparaging to my parents. So mom, dad, if you're listening, don't ground me.
1: Also um, anyway. listen, cause I'm here. I mean, like I, I'm laughing because I just, I, as you know, um, want to just for the listeners and for your parents also go <laughs> on the record with just like, I, you know, Dan and I are cousins, but we are more like siblings and I have always refer to his parents as my aunt and uncle. Cause I just had, you know, that that's what they are to me. Like they're yeah. not, it's, they're my aunt and uncle and I, I could not love them anymore. If I really sit sat down and tried like,
0: yeah. So yeah. so I just, I want to say that. And, and like, I, I love, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my hometown. Mm-hmm. Just like, I love my country. I love everything about my, my upbringing, my past. Doesn't mean that I can't make things better. And improve on certain things and like whatever um I, i'm also a christian i am uh without a church at the moment because of my church's failings i believe and i just didn't like it um i have been a, a, a involved in what i guess i would call the evangelical church which is now in my mind looking very much like a white nationalistic church and it really bothers me but i still love god I still believe in, in Jesus. I still have my faith. Also doesn't mean that I disparage any other faiths. I have so much respect for those who live their lives with integrity. I don't care if you have faith or don't have faith. If you want to talk about faith at some point, listeners like hit me up, let's talk. Um, but I, I don't like it's, my faith is is my thing and I will talk about it, but I also won't shove it down your throat. I, You know, anyway, we can get into that someday too, maybe talking about, you know, take Jesus out of schools and this is what happens. Like he's still in schools. You can do it anyway. There's a whole thing there. Um,
1: I think we should probably talk about faith at some point just because, yeah.
0: It's a big part of what, what, what makes up who I am. And I don't think that's a terrible thing. Um, I also despise when it's weaponized. I hate it, hate it, hate it when it's weaponized, whether it's weaponized in the fact that wives submit to your husbands and then they're abusers, right? Like that's not okay. Um, You know, or it's weaponizing it against, you know, and enslaved peoples in order to justify your ownership. Like this is not okay either. And that's what happened back in the 1600s and 1700s and 1800s. And that's not okay either. So weaponizing is, is not good with me, but, but these things all become part of my journey. You know, I, I understand that I'm a very privileged human being in America. I am white. I am male. I am cisgender. I am heterosexual. I am Christian. Like, all these things mean that I have a lot of
1: bragging a, happening
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, "I don't like, really." You admit <laughs> to being a guy? That's terrible. I mean,
1: that's fine.
0: Um, I recognize that privilege. I'm also not ashamed of it, but I understand that there's a responsibility. Then, you know, if going, I'll, 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 I'll say this one last thing about it. Going back to my faith, if I'm going to believe what my spiritual leader has taught me, you read the writings of Jesus, and he tells us to take care of our neighbors and sell everything that, you know, you you can't get to heaven. It's, you know, getting there rich is like going, pushing a camel through the eye of a needle. So I like, I believe that I had stuff wrong. If I look at my faith, I look at just empathy, like I need to make different choices. And so, yeah, I've been on this journey of understanding racism in America, of recognizing these things around me, of understanding that I can love my country, but still want it to get better. I can support police, but also hold them accountable for the systems that are in place that breed racism. Like that's okay. So anyway, there you go. That's my, that's my journey. Thanks for coming to my Ted Talk.
1: All right, well, see you later. Um, Not affiliated with Ted Talks. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about how I grew up in Oceanside, which is a San Diego in general, very strong military. Uh, We have all but one branch of the military a base for all but one branch, branch of the military in San Diego. Well, hold uh, on, too, right? Padres, you don't have
0: Space Force there, do you?
1: Not yet, but I think, uh, you know what? We could. <laughs> we <laughs> launch that bad way off the Midway. It's good to go.
0: <laughs> right, right. Midway's anyway. big.
1: It can take it. Um, so, you know, anyway. know, the, the, the Padres are the military team. Right. Uh, I grew up in a a family of very, very proud... My grandfather was, a, I mean, once a Marine, always a Marine, that's him, like, yeah. absolutely, uh, was a Marine until the very, very end, um, so being proud of the military is something that's been very, very important to me. Uh, I was a senior in high school when 9-11 happened, and I can remember so specifically uh, my friend Amy Fry telling me, um, we, were, we were just talking about it, and she was afterwards she was frustrated uh by the invasion in Iraq and um she said she was like it's really really hard sometimes to to live in Oceanside because it's really hard to explain to people that you can support our troops and be against a war and that's sort of what it feels like um it's very different but I I think of that often when we talk about police and it it it's really, really hard to explain the difference of, no, I, I support police officers. I think, I personally think we need some very big changes in the way that we police in America, the way that we incarcerate in America. Uh, we have gotta pull way, way back on a lot, I think. But uh, you, you can support the people that go out there as police officers mm-hmm. while also, thinking that there needs to be some changes and I think that's sort of like the crux of the podcast right like you can love your country and the best way to love your country is by wanting the best for wanting it to be the best it can be and recognizing that's your better days are before you are ahead of you not not behind for sure (laughs) not behind (laughs) you like (laughs) no no
0: (laughs) yeah that's I mean that 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 alone like the, the, the MAGA motto, oh my it, God. it's all, it's always been a great country. We've never lived up to our fullest potential of our founders and that's okay. But to make it great again, did like, ser- like, do you want to own other humans? What do you, yes. like, what do you mean? Yes,
1: they do. Yes, they do. And, and
0: unfortunately, yeah, the, the MAGA cult, I, I will not, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. This, I think this- my
1: favorite is like <laughs> that they're, their 2020 slogan was keep america great and then they were like this isn't catching we got to go back to keep, make america great again huh. my friend you just had this president you're trying to get him reelected he was a president for 4 years do you think that like in your mind this person that you want to get reelected <laughs> like that's a bad slogan to go back to because it it just on its face says you don't think America is great right now how it feels right. It's the same way when he would run those ads to be like, look at America right now. This is Joe Biden's America. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, know, is, I know. This is a fact that this is fire. Trump's America
0: <laughs> fire your marketing firm, bro. Fire.
1: Big um, guy. I mean, my... you need a lot of help, but marketing also. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite was the flag that i said i've seen it again i'm in i'm in i'm in michigan rur, relatively rural area lots of lots of mega lots of mega going on around us my favorite is the flag that says no more bullshit like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> what what bullshit are you talking about because if because it because the last four like wait wait a minute wait a minute um <laughs> my fear for a second,
1: just give it a second.
0: Right. Right. My fear though, like laughing aside, my fear is that they think like what, what they're playing out right now, this insurrection this week that we're recording this week, uh, shows me that what they think that the the bullshit they're talking about is that they want to essentially get rid of anybody who doesn't agree with them. Mm -hmm. Doesn't support this one person because here's the thing. I keep noticing this you like let's say for instance the the voter election fraud that that they keep the lies they keep telling you you tell me that 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 this happened 60 some odd cases got dismissed whether it was on procedural or whether it was on because they didn't have facts they were completely thrown out only one case was ever like considered republican and democrat uh uh, lawmakers have said no secretaries of state from both sides of, of of the political spectrum I pledge by the way to never use both sides of the aisle that's my promise because I oh I annoy, I'm gonna try um but both sides of, of our of our two-party system secretaries of state other electoral officials election official, officials um have all said like it just keeps adding up and adding up and adding up uh journalists, who do reporting now. And there's a whole nother episode maybe on like, yeah, yeah. they are not the enemy of the people. I don't always love the model of our media and news because it's driven by advertising. Sure. But again, the people behind this, like they're, they're good. I have friends in that business. They are not the enemies of our state. Everybody else says y'all that ain't true, but one dude says it and they're like, "Eh, "This must be true. Bro that's a cult. Right? That's
1: a 100% a cult. And <laughs> that's
0: and that's my is. fear. And that's my fear is that they they don't they don't see the fact that when they say no more bullshit they're, they're they're or the this is Biden's America. No, it's it's actually 45's America. They don't see it. They see it they see the enemy as the media and the Democrats. And like that's that's not that stop it. It okay. is so angry about that especially because again as a white christian male i see my fellow christian white males and and fellow white christian women too like y'all this is not what we're called to do stop it stop it and it just you know i get fired up because i want to call out those who look like me i wish more republicans would call out the republicans that are doing this stupid you know anyway
1: all right there you go And, and you know what Sucks is like they probably want to, but they won't because it's politically advantageous to them,
0: which is, and ugh.
1: yeah, it, uh, you know, what else sucks. And like, we can go on this maybe later. I feel like that's just what this episode is, is being like, Why don't you put a pin in that? We'll talk about yeah, that. I there know. you
0: go, we'll listen to <laughs> it and then write and take notes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, these secretaries of state, such as Brad Rathesberger from Georgia, okay. uh, what he's done is is great, except that Brad, my friend, uh, you're doing your job. So the media, why don't you stop trying to act like everything he's doing, like he is doing the actual literal bare minimum and just refusing to commit a crime. Now, what he is also doing, while he, and so the media lifts him up. Like, look at this guy. He's very brave. He's very brave. OK, yes. Now what he's done is important. It is important that we know that Trump has twice asked him (laughs) to just find votes and find fraud. Um, So, so we know that, but what, while the media is lifting him up and, and trying to tell everybody that he's doing a really great job. He is also Trying to change voting and make it harder to vote in Georgia. It's already very hard to vote. I have so, yes, I should tell people that uh, I have a nonprofit for voting. I do other things. This is my, everybody needs a nonprofit side hustle that won't bring you in anybody. Yes. That's a smart side hustle. Um, that is a nonpartisan group simply created to help make you a, a, a voter. Dan is also working now with the nonprofit because I'm getting them all. Um, but I have reached out to, to Brad after the 2018 election, just to kind of ask him like, hey, what's going on in Georgia? You just got elected. Like, how's it going in voting in Georgia? And he was like, Georgia, and he has said this recently as well. No other state is easier to vote in Georgia. No other state is more open to vote. Well, those things are actually not true. That's a fact. That's a proven fact. It's not that easy to vote in Georgia. Uh, and so while the media goes around and, and lifts him up for doing the literal bare minimum just not committing a crime he's going around making it harder to vote in georgia because there was a high turnout and it went against his party because somehow for some reason secretaries of state who are in charge of voting for each state that is a partisan job that seems silly to me but so
0: and and now to be fair like one thing real quick like to be fair from what i've seen over the years of voting i voted since the day i was like since, since i turned 18 i voted every election that i've been able to they seem to be able to put aside their partisan leanings often like not always but often and they run clean elections the problem comes into what you, i think what you're alluding to here kim is um laws and, and things like that and and okay. redistricting and gerrymandering and all these other things like then it's a problem but they run clean elections 99.9 percent or whatever like yeah, so. This is not a voter elect. This is not, there's no, there's no widespread fraud.
1: There is no such thing as fraud by voters. And I can tell you that. Let, hang on. At some point, there are people who have committed fraud as a voter. Yeah. Fraud by voters has not committed or has not ever changed the outcome of any election. Period. That's just, it, it occurs at such a low rate that it's impossible. And the way that I can tell you this with such confidence, confidence that I don't have in almost anything else in my life, (laughs) is because uh, when Trump was elected, I applied to grad school. And the day after his inauguration, I started grad school to get a master's in political science, specifically to start the nonprofit, because I knew he would make it harder for people to vote. This is what I've studied and decided to spend all of my free time knowing everything about and and look at and really get into, because if fraud by voters is happening, I I really wanna know because we gotta fix it, but it's not happening, it's just not happening. So yes, they are running very clean elections. It's not the casting the ballot that is made, like once you're in there and you have the ability to get to your polling place and cast your ballot, that process of like checking the boxes and putting in the ballot box. Yes, they are running that very cleanly. Being able to register, being able to get to a polling place, do not have to show your ID, which what, why would you show your ID? There's no such thing as fraud by voters that really affects any election outcome. Like those are the things that they're making harder.
0: I look forward to having a voter ID discussion with you.
1: Me too.
0: That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes. Uh, I'm glad you said that about your um, your degree, your master's, because uh, I was I was just thinking I should ask you about that because that's another important part of this equation is you aren't just some cousin like you that, that I that I brought onto the show. <laughs> this is not this is a this is a mutual effort <laughs> that we that we decided to do because I've got a, a journey to tell and you have the backing of not only we're the people but also of your master's degree and your just constant education yourself. Um, gosh, you know I. I, I admire you so much for, for the work that you've done over the last few years. Um, are the people is absolutely amazing. It is inspirational. I'm proud to be a part of it now to be on that, uh, that leadership team, um, to be the co-executive director. I just named that. Now, wow. now you have to, now That's, you have to make it. No, you ha- I am you not gave yourself
1: that. a promotion.
0: I did. I did. Um, <laughs> but I am so proud of the work that you've done with We're the people already and, and where it's going. Um, you know, you said something about my writing earlier, you, for you to, compliment me on that just is ridiculous because your writing blows me away every time you give me something to read so your passion Uh, how dare you (laughs) your passion for for voting for other humans rights for education like that was why i was so excited to actually make this uh, make this happen it's been a dream of mine for a while i just haven't figured out how to get you on the mic so um yeah so haha I fooled you
1: wild because I love talking about myself I feel like everybody knows that
0: (laughs) you do you really do uh well I mean you've got you know 100 podcasts I've got 101 podcasts like this is this is oh we
1: have one you have one more congratulations I do (laughs) uh
0: because I'm technically a freelance podcaster so there you go um you know I like like this is this is no brainer to start it but also was what do we ever talk about so your idea to unpack where we are how we got here why are we broken i was like yes let's do that so i'm so excited
1: i want to talk a little bit about the idea of why we are broken and because that was why are we broken was a title that we threw out there and and when we spoke i just felt so broken like um, i've been I, this country has broken my heart like often because that's what happens when you really love somebody, you want them to be the best they can be. And when they when they aren't, that's okay. Like they're gonna break your heart, that happens. Mm-hmm. If it's a person and that happens all the time, maybe you think about changing the relationship. But for a <laughs> Nation, w- when we talked about this originally, we threw out the idea of why are we broken? And it felt so right in the moment, but also it's like, you wanna push back so hard against that because we are very broken and there are a lot of things to talk about and we will talk about a lot of things and we're not always gonna be the best people to be talking about it. And so we'll bring Let's on Speak for people.
0: yourself. I'm-, I'm <laughs> Oh, amazing.
1: congratulations on being so smart. Well, <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll bring on people that can speak more about um, because yeah. the idea of My America is that we all have different viewpoints, different lives, different, we have to all kind of walk through this world in different ways. And it's important to recognize that and talk about that. Yeah. And it's important to talk about how we got where we are today and, and how we got to be broken. Otherwise, we're just one of these yahoos that are on Twitter right now calling for unity without repercussions, which is yeah. not how, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. No. it's just not how it works but i
0: i, I have a thought on push, that too we'll come back to
1: okay I, I push back against having a title like why are we broken because it feels so pessimistic when at the core of love of any kind there has to be some sort of optimism right otherwise it's like what's the point point? Yeah. and that's how i feel about us as a nation is like i'm really sad and really angry, and moving through a lot of stages of grief. I'm pretty comfortable in anger. It feels good right now. <laughs> um, I'm moving through a lot of them, sometimes rapidly, sometimes very slowly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the reason that I am so sad is because I'm not surprised. Oh, this isn't who we are. This is who we are. Oh, it 100%. happened. Like, you just can't. The fact of the matter is, this is who we are. And uh, there are a lot of people who, one, saw this coming, and two, have lived in this country and the way that it is, no. and the way that we saw it on Wednesday for their whole lives. No. But I have to believe that there is something better ahead. Otherwise, what is the point of yeah. trying? And, and believing that is how we make it better. Because if you believe that you have to put action behind that belief, you have to say I know we can do better than this. We are not currently better than this. We have the potential to be better than this. And that recognition is like, step 0. one And then later on, you can build upon that and get to step one step one is what are we going to do about it. Yeah. I think you're talking about it and having conversations where I'm right and you're wrong are really important. <laughs>
0: That's just- just like like every other day, um, yeah. And I think that we can have an episode, an episode called "Why Are We Broken." Like I think that's that might be something that we do because I think exploring mm-hmm. why are we broken and how do we get here and where do we go from here as kind of our our story arc, as it were, um, of the show. So you said something earlier about unity without consequences. It, it kind of triggered in my mind this thought that um, I'd like to think of myself as someone who lives forgiven. I am willing to forgive others because I don't want to carry the burden of being angry and hating them and anything else like that. Unforgiveness can seed and grow into bitterness and resentment and all these other things. And if someone has wronged me, I'm going to forgive them because I'm not going to carry that burden. That's yours. Good luck. Doesn't mean I have to forget. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want to reconcile, you've got to come to me. And then we can talk, and that's where I see our country at right now. I am willing to forgive, I am not willing to reconcile at this point until there are consequences for those who caused the insurrection, for those who followed through with the insurrection. You said something earlier that kind of kind of caught my attention too, when you said some of those, you know, some people went to D.C. for a uh, a gathering, a rally, a um, an assembly, and we had the right to peaceably assemble. Awesome. Mm-hmm. No problem. I might disagree with why you're doing it, but that's fine. this That's the beauty of living in this free country. Totally. Marching is also fine. You can march. You can have an, even a little bit of like civil disruption, disobedience, right? For sure. And and you can march and hold up traffic and people are mad. And, but, but that's, but that's still, you're right. Those who did that, but then turned around and walked away from the actual rioting and violence. Okay. You have nothing to be sorry for. mm-hmm it would have been nice if you would have helped turn them around and walk them away too. the others. But anyway, like you can't, you know, I'm not going to hold you accountable for that people. Um, but like, yeah, the, the ones who walked through, you know, the, the guy with the Viking hat on and the dude that had the zip ties, the, and I heard today, I read a report that one of the guys who had zip tie handcuffs was a retired air force Lieutenant Colonel. I think it was. Jeez. And it broke my heart because I, like, I have served veterans through a nonprofit that I used to, that I helped co-found and used to help run. I have veterans in my family, besides, besides your grandpa, like I have other veterans in my family. And I, like, I have so much respect for our soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines, you know, all of our military and I guess our, our guardians now. I can't, I still can't wrap my head around calling space force guardians. Cause like of the galaxy anyway, I'm so,
1: all
0: right. Listeners, you're going to hear a lot of crap as you go through
1: here.
0: Uh, but let's like so much respect and it breaks my heart that someone who went through all of that and would, was willing to give their life for our country would turn around and see a political party as the enemy and to help run an insurrection against their own country. I just don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I I may not like everything, you know, that let's say a uh, Nancy Pelosi does. I may not agree with her on a lot of stuff, but you know what? She's not my enemy. She's just yeah. a political opponent. And we yeah. have to stop that. We have to stop that. Anyway, I used I think, to, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna, just like a real quick aside. Um, I used to run my mouth off as I often do about no. politics as I often do no uh with my grandpa who my grandpa was a republican now he I think there was a time where he maybe voted democrat I'm not totally sure it's really hard to see that because my memory of him is like as a republican yeah. um but as a as a patriot republic like a patriotic republican so he I don't think he really liked Trump. Now, what he used to like to do is kind of make a little jokes and, and rile up my mom, who is no. not a Republican. Wait, wait, so liberal. wait.
0: that's how a family works—just a little bit of needle in between mothers and daughters. A, a and little daughters bit, just a little something. Daughters?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then she would talk to me and be like, "Can you believe it?" Be like, "He's just ruffling your feathers. <laughs> like, what he said sucks. but he's just kind to—he got you. Like, he—he he, mission accomplished." So I, you know, they, they're down in San Diego up here in LA and I would go down for the weekend or whatever. And, and, uh, grandpa would come over for Sunday dinners and <laughs> I would run my mouth off in politics. And then sometimes I would like go maybe a little bit too far and then look at him and be like, uh, what do you want to say? You fought for this, right? You fought for me to say this dumb thing. <laughs> like I'm really
0: sorry. I'd throw it back in his did. face. It's
1: like he 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 would just kind of laugh because guess what like he did so I I think about that like that is what he fought for he fought he didn't know that he was gonna end up with a granddaughter like me and I'm sorry about it (laughs) but this is the you know you're not like I just I, I think being a patriot fighting for your country you are fighting either to strengthen like our, our military are our, our fighting to strengthen our country or to bring democracy into another country. And in theory, that democracy means you're gonna have a lot of different opinions. And they're gonna be able to say those opinions out loud. Sometimes those opinions are gonna be stupid. Do you have any stupid thoughts run through my brain every day? And by the way, the ones you hear like are, are a lot and they're filtered. Imagine what dumb thought is no, happening no. before the filter. It's bad.
0: Same thing. Same thing. Absolutely. There are dumb ideas. That's okay. We're human. That's okay. All right.
1: But it just sucks to think that you are so s- twisted that you have lost that. And you think the best way to fight for your country, to support your country, is to support one person. And one party over all else. Yep. And you think the best way to be a patriot is to go trespass into our capital, cause such chaotic mayhem that five people die. Six. That number six. That's right, that number grew today. Yep. Six people yep. have died. Our elected Congress members and their staffers who just want to work for this nation and be in service of this nation who uh, like the gas masks that these Congress members had to put on their staffers don't have gas masks they're barricaded with chairs up against their door afraid for their their lives and calling their spouses to tell them where their wills are that is how you're a patriot that's what you cause you run the confederate flag through the United States Capitol because you think you love this country? My dude, that's not love. No. That's not patriotism. That's white nationalism Mm. because the guy with the stupid horns and face paint also had multiple white supremacist tattoos. And these flags that were flying, they wanted to take down the American flag of US Capitol and put up the Trump flag because they're patriots, of course. but they also were flying Nazi flags.
0: Yep, that green one with the big white X and the other little insignias all over it. Yep,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. 100%. White supremacist, Nazism, this is not okay. And as a, and as, and as a white American, I'm just saying like, n- hell no, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and, I, and, and like, I don't want accolades for it. I don't want it. Like, I, all I want to know is that I was able to stand up and say, this is not Okay. I don't need any pats in the back. I just want to stop it. Anyway. um, Yeah. Yep. So that's the gist of the show. Mm-hmm. I look forward to breaking down where we are each week and having conversations with you on why we're broken on my America on. And, and hopefully, like you said earlier, Kim, having people on to talk about these things with us. What does yeah. your America look like? Why do you love your America so much? What can we like? this is absolutely what I've been wanting for a long, long time. And I, and I love the fact that we want to be able to have conversations with the idea of reminding people that we can and should have difficult conversations with people around us, especially those we love mm-hmm. and walk away still liking the other person. We can disagree even passionately
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: respect each other and love our neighbors.
1: Agreed. I mean, that's how you get the best ideas brought to the table, right? Is, is, Or you get the best idea by bringing multiple ideas to the table. Yeah. You know, having one party, one thought process doesn't make for the best ideas. You want to have the conversations, but we're at a point right now where we can't have these conversations, really. I mean, for the most part, like, as a nation, we can't have these conversations. And, And look where it's led us, is people just burrow down into their holes, and it's just turtles
0: and racism all the way down no more racist turtles no should i be making jokes about racism i don't know if i should (laughs) i feel like that's a set of
1: 2021 it hasn't gotten super funny yet but like i don't know i feel like that's one of those (laughs)
0: jokes seth can't tell (laughs) right like i'm not seth myers by any stretch of the imagination but like should i anyway i do think that humor can be used as a uh an antidote sometimes um i hope that anything i do say that's meant to be funny is is funny you know no i i never look to offend um but i also like i also i think sometimes i mean i, I think sometimes we're really we're we are a very sensitive nation right now and I don't, I don't know if i want to call it too sensitive because i don't want to downplay someone's feelings or or, or where they are mentally but sometimes it's okay to laugh Sometimes it's okay to make a little bit of a joke to ease the tension and then let's get to work. Um, that's my personal opinion. Nobody else's not the views of my employer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, I love this. I'm so excited. Um, do we want to tell people where to find us?
1: Sure. You go first.
0: Me go first. So we, so this is a, a new podcast. Obviously we are feeling this out a little bit. Um, We have, you know, whether you're listening to us, uh, wherever you are, as as you listen to your podcast, you can go to uh, the storytellersnetwork.com slash myamerica for all of our shows. Um, You can also find us, uh, each of us on the socials. I'm at Dan Moyle, M-O-Y-L-E on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, You can find me on other platforms too, if you really want to, but Twitter and Instagram for these conversations at Dan Moyle.
1: I'm at Kim Moffitt on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, M-O-O, nope, that's not true. M-O-F. Oh my gosh! I literally just forgot. That. This, this oh has to stay no. in. This cannot be an edit. And I said it just like that's how I spell it all the time.
0: Are are you are you the guy from the stand? M O O N spells Moffat. Remember the stand like nineteen ninety two? That's a timely no, I'm reference. So
1: young. I'm really young. Um. guy I just I I slept for the first time through the night last night Saturday since Monday. Because Tuesday, I woke up all night checking the Georgia returns, and then on Wednesday, everything was terrible. And mm-hmm. I only slept through the night last night because of Benadryl, because I was having an allergy attack. I don't all know right. how to spell my name. We'll you can give, find we'll me on that. Instagram and Twitter at Kim Moffat, M-O-F-F-A-T, just like I've spelled it my whole life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's good oh, stuff.
1: Um, I'm smart in other ways.
0: Yeah, and then we and we have our social media uh, as well from My America. Right, my yeah. America Pod, my America Pod, uh, on on Twitter at least. Anyway, at this point, probably growing that yeah. as well as we go. So, um, yeah, hit us up, ask us questions, tell us uh, what you're thinking, and if you got some show ideas, tell us. Let us know because yeah. we, we need them. We need them.
1: We need them real bad. We also want to be. This is a conversation. This is a conversation yeah. podcast. Uh, the idea of my America is a conversation. So, like, please do not be shy. Reach out to us. Talk to us. Yeah. Uh, our DMS are open. I don't really actually know what that means. I think ours are
0: mm-hmm. right. Yep. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Hit us, hit us up personally at my America podcast. <clears throat> um, yeah. I, I, what you just said, I'll, I'll end with this one. What you just said, we want this to be a conversation. My America means something different to each, each and every one of us, 330 million people in this country or thereabouts. It means something different to all of us. The two of us have a lot of differences but we're also very much similar in the fact that we are white Americans. Like our America looks different than others. So, so hit us up, have conversations. We welcome all of that. Um, Even if it makes, you know, for me personally, even if it makes me uncomfortable a little bit because I, I don't know a certain culture or something, bring it on. We want to, I want to learn more about this country that I love so much and why you love it too. And what we can do to make it just continuously better. So there you go. My America, that's the show, man. Well, man, you, man
1: great person human
0: i love it i'm watching i'm watching star trek right now deep space nine and the ferengi call a, a Huma human humans like all right cool i like human anyway human. That's, a, that's a nerd deep dive for you cool
1: cool 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 cool
0: cool that's how you that's how you end a show right there is talking about star trek <laughs>